0: what got me and matt talking about you actually was just the title of the album because he said it was that was you
1: i remember um that he called me from peter's studio where they were all um camped out and i remember it as being late stages the record was in a state that the label had already heard that Matt wasn't screaming on any songs. Have you guys already heard this story? Yeah. yeah so yeah. it was partly a response to just having watched, um, having having watched sort of their determination. And I thought um, when I saw that word, I think we Matt and I were throwing a couple of different words around. And I think we also were talking about a word that sort of named the character in it that he was, that he was playing in the songs and yeah. there was so much that was so um, so lush and so gorgeous on the record. I think it felt fun to give it a title that was uh, like a, a punch and just that X in the middle somehow felt right. So um, yeah. yeah, it's the sound, It's there's something defiant even just about the sound of that word. Um, Yeah
0: for me It It always makes me think of I can't remember which song it is But there's a song with the lyric uh, Stay down champion Stay down And I guess it it brings that to mind of me you know this of like a lover who keeps putting themselves in, in the ring as it were even though they get knocked down you know that kind
2: yeah, of like, yeah it's really interesting that you you mentioned the the X being in the middle as well because one thing that we've really explored uh, thematically across Boxer is that there is a it's, it's a very well balanced album when, when a situation is painted as being uh, positive for example there's often a line that comes right after it to just sort of just make sure it's not so rosy so it's off balance and there's always a yin and a yang and we, we talked about Yin and Yangs in like Squalor Victoria, Squalor Victoria, or like um, the the interesting juxtaposition of like a tuxedo, but it's an empty tuxedo. There's always like a Yin and a Yang in boxer, and when you when you put it that way about the boxer, the word has just an X on the middle, and then B O over here and B R there. It it all kind of comes together really nicely.
1: Yeah, and I think I learn a lot of that from writing with Matt because he does sort of write like someone who thinks visually. And um, yes. the sort of, it's funny you say Yin Yang. I think he was drawing Yin Yangs too a lot at the time. I could be wrong. I'll ask him, but um, yeah, I think that was a big part of it. And I think that cover image, they, in my memory, they already had the cover image when we were talking about the title, but regardless, once we saw the title and the cover image together, cause it looks like they're in a ring almost. Yeah. Um, mm. And they look so vulnerable. <laughs> I think
0: um, just because they all, they always look awkward on stage anyway, yeah. so you got to lean lean into that.
1: Yeah, yeah, and the way the way the image is sort of the scale of the image, it's just great. So I think it all it all clicked in.
0: I'm Christopher Houghton and I am David Rapson, and for the next few minutes, we're living on coffee and flowers. Boxer makes me think of a time when I was walking around New
1: York City at 4 in the morning and having a conversation about you. I time Boxer makes me think of a time when...
3: Fools and magazines for you
2: got two armfuls of magazines for you. I'll bring them over. So hang your holiday rainbow lights in the garden. Hang your holiday rainbow lights in the garden. And I'll bring a nice icy drink to you. Final song on the album. And for me, like it sounds like a beautiful like destination we've like arrived at at the end of the album. Like we at this point, it sounds like we are a million
0: miles away. The boat's from, just drifting into the shore of this island.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, it, it does. It does feel like drifting, and, and I, I feel a real distance from Squalor Victoria and mistaken for strangers. They seem like so far away. The cacophony and the noises and the the themes even just all seem like they're kind of resolved and they're they're away. And it feels like something about the music, the the Desna side of the band, that's really like playing. Um, playing at my heartstrings here a bit it feels like almost arriving at the pearly gates or something it's like after all this this is where we are and it feels very forgiving it feels very welcoming
0: it feels very beautiful open it with this is a armfuls of magazines it's a funny image to me i don't imagine that he's carrying like copies of wired and readers digest I, i imagine like i see these guys like flipping through it's kind of superficial magazines, reading agony aunt columns and that sort of stuff. Easy stuff.
2: Kind of like um, the reading equivalent of slow show. Something not necessarily edifying, but something comforting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, then again, we soon move on to hang your holiday rainbow lights in the garden. Lovely line. Yeah. Again, these like festooning fairy lights, you know, they're tacky, but they're charming. You know, I love okay. festoon lighting. Yes. I'm getting a lot of images of like sort of simple pleasures here.
2: As for me, I had—you'll uh, remember—you were there. There was festoon lighting at my wedding in that garden. Yeah. I really think about that. I, I, this is such a visual song. Um, it's uh, in, the, in the way that we're talking about it as like a destination. I can really picture this. It is definitely—it's uh, definitely like an outdoor setting, really beautiful, lovely, like comfortable place to be in. Yeah, which is lovely. Like. Obviously, you know, we've only, we're only sort of like exploring the first part of something right now, but it, it, it does feel like you've arrived in a really nice, nice warm place.
0: Yeah, I could imagine a paddling pool filled with ice and beers. I could imagine a pool float just sort of drifting around. I just, mm. So it's a, tranquil. Tranquil, yeah. Identifiably tranquil garden. And then I'll bring a nice, icy drink to you. It just sounds great. It does just sound great. But it, it got me thinking that there's something nice about making yourself subservient to the one you love. Ooh. So follow me on this. Like I think, you know, we're also conscious of power dynamics in relationships that we fret about asking someone to do something for us, like some kind of maid or butler type chore because like we think it might sound rude. Wow. But like for me here, the narrator is saying, sit down, take a load off. I'll I'll bring you a nice icy drink. bring a nice icy margarita. You know, it's, it's, there's something nice about, you know, just doing that thing for someone.
2: That's really nice. And I think that goes way beyond just, um, relationships i think there's like family and even friends as well like yeah very nice to just sort of like bring something over to someone and just put an arm on their shoulder for a minute and just go you're
0: right there buddy yeah
2: got you a drink it's really sweet
0: to mention that show love again it reminds me of a bit that's always stuck with me that where um Gus is taking he's taking Mickey out on a date, and they get they get to the car, and he holds holds the door open of the car open for her, and she's like, "What the fuck are you doing, man?" And he's like, "Oh, come on, let me do all that old gendered like chauvinist <laughs> bullshit." And she's like, she kind of sees it's cute, and she, she like him, lets, lets him she humours him, and lets him do the door thing, and
2: so I think once again we're in the role, we're looking at we're exploring things that are quite um, iconic of like uh, like or, or like caricatures of what, what it looks to be uh, domesticized, uh, domesticated I should say rather. Um, and you do picture it. I know we said it does apply beyond just relationships, but here I very much picture a man and woman, man and wife, I should say, mm. um, in the garden, and I'll bring a nice icy drink to you. It does sound very uh,
0: content. And an armful of magazines, yeah. And an yeah, armful I'm, of magazines. I'm, in, I'm into it. I'm down. Sounds like Dave's going to bring could, us over gospel go right now.
2: now. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, I have, I have a couple of lines I've pulled out of gospel, but before I do, I just want to ask you. Why is it called Gospel? I mean, part of me thinks that it's, it's the end of the album. Uh, wow. Is this like, and it's and it's quite a. It's quite a vision as a uh, as a as a song, and you've spoken before about you know when you were living in New York and you could almost see like gardens that you might live in in the future. Gospel, yeah. that sounds very true to this one because you talk about you know I'm going to bring I've got these two armfuls of magazines yeah. for you. I will bring a nice icy drink for you. It's quite it's quite picturesque, and it's yeah. the end of the album. So are we ending the album on like a nice optimistic note? And, I and think so. About the yeah. Future?
4: Yeah, I think, I mean, it, that's a really good question why it's called Gospel, and I don't have an answer for that. And, and it is it's a big title for a, for a song <laughs> that just is about drinking in the backyard, right, for the most part. Um, so,
3: yeah. Which I, is I, a great
4: activity. I, yeah. I mean, again, we had no backyard at that point, um, and, and maybe we we're just pining for a time. What's funny now is I live in Venice, California, and um I have you know I have uh, the most incredible uh, backyards here are wonderful they're like the little botanical gardens and you can you can, many people have their televisions like just outside in their backyard with like a little thing over the top because because you you, you you know you open up the doors and you can just watch TV and movies outside and so uh, and everybody's got lights hanging in their garden so somehow I did manage to envision and then manifest turn it into reality and and I only really thought of that last night while I was sitting in the garden listening to that song and I'm like holy fuck there's there's rainbow lights and there's gardens and I'm drinking an, an icy drink you know and uh, there's no swimming pool I think there's a swimming pool in uh in gospel um, but um <laughs> yeah
3: your <laughs>
2: Let me come over. I can waste your time. I'm bored. Invite me to the war every night of the summer, and we'll play GI blood, GI blood. We'll stand by the pool. We'll throw out our golden arms.
4: But then there's also like you know, but but what, but what they're what they're watching on television is is dark. You know, they're sitting out there watching um, you know news coverage of dead, dying people in, in Afghanistan and. You know um and and uh, the G i blood is all um yeah, I mean we we're we were six years into or how many years into fucking how many wars still are, so it just felt like it, 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 it's like it's it's the whole thing is is sort of like a domestic fuck you to the chaos of the world. I'm gonna stay home, get drunk, have sex, have you know watch just total. I'm not leaving the house. I'm not going to any parties. We're just having our our own party here, and 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 we'll build our own world, you know. And and I think a lot of that record is like, both, let's do that, and also, we can't do that forever, you know. We're gonna, we'll 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 lose it. We'll we'll kill each
2: other. So after we've established that we're in this beautiful garden, it's so like Matt and so like a national top song to then just like tear through that beautiful picture and kind of tarnish it a bit because now we get into the the heavy stuff about you know what's what they're actually watching
0: yeah i uh, he start, starts to sound slightly self-conscious a bit like in you know in slow show where he's worried about overdoing it right. you know when he says let, let me come over i can waste your time it's so it's a little bit feeble there It sort of frets that hanging with him might be a waste of time mm. but i think here he seems more at peace with it he makes it kind of playful and sexy like come over i can waste your time mm. he seems more this this person seems more at peace
2: yeah, I, I I think so. For me, the, the crucial line in this part is um every night of the summer. Yeah. I we've gone on the journey on this album and really one of the things we've discussed quite a lot is monotony and repetition. And yet here in this vision of beauty, you know, let's not forget that Matt was talking about, you know, from a position of living in New York, thinking about eventually living in a place that has a big garden and He wants to do this routine every night of the summer from a position of you know in the i'm thinking about like of victoria and um mistaken for strangers there's all these themes about doing it again again and again and and adult life and and and, you know being married being monotonous yeah and yet the destination track the, the place that we end up at the album at the end is is saying this is what i want i want i want to do this every night of the summer it's like uh it is somewhat resigned because of the reasons you point out. It's kind of like, let me come. out, I'm going to waste your time. It's a little bit imbued with a, with a slight sadness, but it's, it's like it, after all we've discussed. Like, yes, I I want to do this forever. Yeah, you know that's
0: nice. And I guess I reckon I reconcile that with the the GI blood stuff. You know, in the sense that like they're watching horrible stuff going on in the world, but because they're watching it together, it helps a little bit. Oh, and it's nice. you know it's like it's it's still you know invite me back every every night of the summer. That's, in spite, that's in spite of it
2: maybe that's the maybe that's the point isn't it is like with all the all the horrible things that are going on and i mean think back where we started this album and beginning we know we're talking about like fake empire the, the reason the need to create a world that you're okay with living in because the rest of the world is so so difficult and horrible sometimes that's what gospel's about it's like finding that little little corner of the world where you feel okay with the person that makes you feel okay um but note that it's it's it, fake empire was more caricature. this is gospel this is about reality and this is more so where this is where the two songs really differ. It's fake empire was about falsity and disnified versions of happiness. This is about the kitchen sink reality of what happiness is. Happiness is an icy drink in the garden. It's not anything grandiose. It's not baking a cake. it's not getting a promotion. It's not chasing after that next thing tirelessly. It's sitting in the garden with some magazines and an icy drink with the person you love. Yeah, that's a very real destination and that is not a fake empire. That is a beautiful place.
0: I agree. I'm I'm with you on that. Um, how did it
5: go? <laughs> it was that song. Yeah, it was it was that's, that was an early one. Um, and it's actually the only, I think it's the only title of mine that Matt has ever kept. We never really talked about like, Hey, <laughs> you get to rename all the songs, but he does. Of course he does. But like, it's funny cause there might be one in the future maybe, but, um, that was one where it was actually called gospel. Cause like, I thought it sounded like a gospel. So sort of like a church song or something. Um, and, um, that was yeah it was supposed to be kind of like late night end of the night you know swan song or something and um and and it's a little a little odd now sometimes when we play it there's all there's like half steps and sort of kind of it's a little bit maudlin or something compared to the rest of the record
2: darling can you tie my string killers are calling on me my angel face is falling feathers are falling at my feet darling can you tie my string killers are calling on me so obviously we're not referring to the band the killers calling up matt
0: looking to do a collab <laughs> ruining that moment <laughs> brandon flowers get off the fucking phone man <laughs> yeah Darling, darling, you can tie my string the the obvious illusion there my you know takes you back to tie your woman to your wrist yeah. um again that 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 concept but I think with this like yeah, it's that, but for me it's also it's quite cute in its simplicity that line it's almost like darling, can you tie my laces it's a it's like I'm just a schmuck, you know, but I'm here and you know I'm here if you'll love me,
2: yeah, I mean I don't want to jump around albums too much, but it's really just pure it reminds me of I need you I need my girl, yeah darling, can you tie my string? <laughs> you know, It's a very simple request, but yeah. I'm a dumb man, you know? <laughs> what am I to do? Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, but So yes, I'm with you on that. But I, I also do love the affinity with the guest room line about um, tie, uh, tie your woman to your wrist, because if you consider that uh, like a, an advisory look at what's required to make a relationship work, this is him confirming that he would like to do it forever. It's almost like yeah. if that's what we need to do to make a marriage, we're going to need to tie each other to each other, but give it a little bit of room. If, if that's the explanation of what's required, this line is saying, it's almost like the wedding vows. It's like, do this. It's, it's a very simplified wedding vow. <laughs> Darling, can you tie my string? <laughs> you know what? That's probably better than 90% of a wedding vows. So they should just go with that. <laughs> For any national fans out there, do get married and keep their vows simple. Darling, will you tie my string? Yeah. I will tie my string. <laughs> I will tie your string. and be lovely. Very simple vows. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, very, it's a very, very um simple way of saying, "I opt in." I think, like having, okay, having yeah, having discussed, like, I'm repeating myself because I, I, you know, it, I think for me it's about, like, yeah, I've, 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 I've thought about what's required for a relationship to work, and I want to do it with you.
0: Uh, yeah, I think partly for me as well. The, can you tie my string? Is like the simplest way of saying, "Can you make me whole? Can you?" Can you be this this positive influence in my life? Can you, t- darling? Can you tie my string? Like it's is a it's kind of a metaphor for that. Mm. But then it's the national, so we're there when it cut through with killers are coming. From
2: here. <laughs> <laughs> there's never there's never a moment on this album, is there, when when something stays for uh, stays the same way for too long, right? But when
0: is there in life, motherfucker? That's yeah. the
2: <laughs> no, quite. I mean, that's the beauty of these songs. Is there yeah they're so lifelike and so true and so. Um, I guess that's why they they, um, they land with so many people in different ways.
0: Yeah, there's a, a slight feeling of desperation creeping in now. You know, killers are at his door. His angel face is falling. I think I think he needs to help in in keeping it together. I really really do. Um, there's a lot been a lot of like the feeling of being chased on this album. You know, I'll be behind the couch when they come. Mm. So this idea is like something's on your back. You know, whether it's anxiety or depression or the rigmarole of adulthood. You know, we've had a lot of that.
2: Or here, death. Yeah, I guess you know here if you if you look at it Fuck. like that. Yeah. You know like
0: are we going to make a go
2: of this thing cuz yeah. You know t- times are ticking. <laughs> you you know, know if I'm going to have a partner in this life. You know tie my string you know death uh, death is coming. Jesus, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean it is. Okay. Like but it's about being okay with that, isn't it? It's about being it's okay. It's all right. Uh, yeah. It's okay. It is coming. It, you you live a happier life if you're conscious of it than if you're not. I'm a,
2: I'm a struggler with that topic, you know. I, I I hate thinking about death, I really
0: do. But um, on yeah. season 2 of we've <laughs> <laughs> But no, look, if there's uh
2: if there's anything that um if there's anything that makes me not quite as anxious about death, it's the fact that I ha- I have a partner and I'm very happy with her and she makes me very happy and I make her happy and that coexisting is is it really so. Uh, I guess that's that's what it's that's what's imbued here is like, if if we do take that quite literally, like killers are calling on me, meaning like, you know, death is coming. It's like, darling, can you tie my string? Because killers are calling on me. It's like, we got to stay together. Mm. Again, again, I think it's that thing about the but world being so yeah. tough and the, the the truths of the human condition being so difficult to deal with. You need another person to tie your string to, and it's like he's like he's like let's let's go all in for this, babe, because we can be through this together
0: yeah I'd never really I'd never thought of that until now but even just reading through it now you know my angel face is falling it implies aging in a way feathers are falling on my feet there's a lot of kind of decay kind of vibe here and- oh god yeah maybe maybe my
2: angel face is falling is like I used to be carried in the arms of cheerleaders yeah like I used to be this I used to be a
0: glowing young ruffian right right
2: <laughs> and now look what I am ironically I think I think Matt's aged very well he looks <laughs> very handsome in his m- more recent days <laughs> <laughs> Uh, But I don't know. (laughs)
0: Maybe ask Corinne on that one.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we'll check in with Corinne. Stay near you.
3: Stay near television. Send it up outside. Now. I'll bring a nice a drink to you
5: Yeah, it was sort of it was a funny song because it was it's just this simple pattern. And at the time that the guitar that it sounded best on was this classical this nylon guitar, and I played it. And I couldn't. It was to the set on the guitar. The strings were too high off the fretboard, so I played the left hand, and Bryce played the right hand <laughs> <laughs> while we recorded it, um, which is kind of funny. But That's um, extreme twin
3: action, though. Yeah. It
5: was, yeah. But it has a cool. It has a cool arrangement in it, and it's just quite simple. There's no, you know, not a big drum arrangement or anything, and um, it kind of just is this this last breath or something and we hardly ever played it live until we played the the when we played Boxer this last year and it was fun to play it felt like you know um but it's funny how that goes there's a bunch of songs I can imagine it being
0: difficult live because it has especially in the chorus and it's got that kind of like stumbling motion to it it must be yeah, hard to
5: make one live yeah it's kind of like changes but um but this is that like, those almost jazzy chords in there <laughs> now, we always kind of, Bryce looks over and raises his eyebrow at me a little bit sometimes with those ones.
2: Stay near your television. Set it up outside. And hang your holiday rainbow lights in the garden. Hang your holiday rainbow lights in the garden. And I'll, I'll bring a nice icy drink to you.
0: Yeah, stay near your. I, I like the the way that line's constructed because you. I think when he says you stay near your, and then stay near your, you're expecting something really big to come. You know, <laughs> your, your faith or like something, but stay near your, stay near your television. You're right. It does.
2: <laughs> it does build it up a little bit. It's, just a,
0: it's it? something grand, and then it's just a TV
2: set. <laughs> and that, that word comes out enough nowhere, is not it? Stay near your television.
0: Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think you you started earlier to talk about. Um, the kind of parallels with Fake Empire. And I definitely see that here. There's this kind of juxtaposition of geopolitics and hedonism, you know. This is looking at uh, watching grim news unfold on television while enjoying a nice icy drink under the stars. It's almost like our Fake Empire gang has kind of grown up. And this is the new way. That this is this is how this people are choosing to kind of reconcile those two issues.
2: Mm. And it's the, it's the apartment story, um, stay inside till somebody finds us, do whatever the TV tells us. It's a very similar sort of vibe of like just just stay in that cozy moment and just just hunker down for a while you know mm-hmm.
0: i don't know what it is about setting up tvs outside but just something i've always something i've always whenever i have the opportunity to do that i like to do it i did it once <laughs> bringing but the inside outside is for some reason you know whether it's fucking throwing a sofa out there or a tv set it's great
2: i did it once but i did it poorly and there was too much glare on the screen Oh man, to
0: rectify that. Yeah, well,
2: yeah, I was at university and we put it outside with a sofa and we were all all like really anticipating like, oh, we're going to watch TV outside, and we got there, it was thoroughly disappointing.
0: (laughs) Speak for yourself, it's great for me. (laughs)
2: Yeah, well, and I think this is different in LA, if you're really made up for it, you can make a little like, I don't know, like a little gazebo or a bandstand in the backyard and like really set it up in a nice way like,
0: no, to me it's sort of like it should be uncovered. To me, it's sort of end of the worldish, and you're just sort of like, you know, it might rain, the whole thing might get fried, but I don't
2: know. <laughs> Under cool. the
4: stars is nice. That's really cool. I think we, I think we moved out of that apartment shortly thereafter, you know, and 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 we ended up, you know, we've been we've been jumping houses ever since then. I don't think Corinne and I we've ever, even now that we bought a house out here, we're like building something. It's just like it's like you're always. You're always jumping from 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 room to room to nest to nest to try to like change your chemistry and, and, and excite yourself because um, if you stay as much as the record's about agoraphobia, it's an acknowledgement. If you stay if you in your patterns too long and you just hide from everything, uh, that will lead you nowhere. You know, and so um, I feel like the end of it is a little bit get out of the fucking house. You know, um, we only got as far as the backyard, but. It's 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 it's, baby steps.
0: Yeah, that reminds me of um, a cartoon that Dave sent me. Actually, I think it was in the New Yorker and it's just a one a one pane cartoon of two a couple uh, sitting lying on the beach on sun lounges on a desert island, beautiful light ocean. And the, the phrase is just, oh, we're still us. Yeah. <laughs> is that kind of, that's kind of the vibe, I guess. Yeah. 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 No, that is true. No. It's like, it's like we've,
4: like, Crin and I, you know, we met in New York and in, in a bar in Brooklyn, and now we live in Venice, California. And, um, yeah, it's changed us a lot, but it's like, it's not, it's not, um just all those, all those, that pretzel of, uh, that, that constantly re twisting pretzel of yourself. It changes, and you you you're you constantly have to re rewire your the threads of your relationship with everybody all the time because it's it's not it's not like here I am and here I am great this works together we're this we're we're these we're these we're these tentacles you know we're these jellyfish uh, you know of 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 threads of of impulses and needs and fears and and all that stuff and so we, we, we change constantly and so when you tr- when you get married to somebody and then and then you have a kid together it's like all that change everybody's changing so fast and and and, and 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 you have to respect all that you know <clears throat> when all, when sometimes the tentacles uh, and all the threads just get knotted up or just can't get tied together you can't untie them you know it's just it's just it's all the whole thing is constantly being rewoven, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Gospel, when I looked at that again, what I realized is I was like, okay, there's this kind of Fitzgerald-y quality in that song that I really associate with Matt um, and with some of the things he was writing at the time. But I was writing a poem about a replacement third stooge named Joe Besser, who... (laughs) A cousin of mine, or my uncle had made the con- the cousin's connection, right? And I, when I looked at a picture of Joe Besser, who is a Vivian, um he looks enough like my grandfather, that um, who I never really knew well. So I had gotten my hands on his memoirs, Once a Stooge, Always a Stooge. And I was working on a poem about it because at the time really all I was ever doing was just trying to kind of collect a voice when I was, when I was writing. And so that sort of funny vaudevillian voice, I think was, I mean, I, I associate that with a couple of different writers that I was probably inspired by, but, um, I was writing this kooky poem. Um, and I was just from what I can tell, so he was a replacement stooge and he was kind of a cranky stooge. Like he came in under some sort of studio contract, which meant that he was, I think, making more money than Larry and Moe and he wouldn't get hit. Mm. So the fans really did not like him <laughs> <laughs> because he just wouldn't take a slap and it was slapstick. So all of this to say, I was writing this weird poem that had... um that was called Joe Besser in Hollywood and had this man contemplating his sort of stormy interior climate and having to play Hollywood and, and it being like seeing, you know, his favorite novel laid out by the pool out afternoon or something. And so a lot of the icy drink and the invite me to the war every summer and the um, stand by the pool and throw out our arms was, I think, a line I had. Um, and so we were playing around with this, just this idea of sort of again the the kind of character coming in there and the and the um and the the feeling that collision of um that this goofy guy this goofy humor and this this um all of the these these grand ideas to make a life out of like there's something there's something funny in all that to me and that was uh just kind of folded in to what he was already doing on the song so that was like a good example of like uh the the funny ways that songs would kind of come together between the two of us
0: so at the end of the song there three piano clanks uh rather than the four i guess yours would expect i quite like that
2: it's a lovely ending to a lovely song it's I've grown. It's one that's really, really grown on me. I think when I like first encountered boxer, like the songs that instantly stood out were more like the Squad of Victorias and uh, definitely Fake Empire. And then I've always had affinity for um, Slow Show and Apartment Story as a one too. But Gospel's really, really grown on me, particularly in the in the um, in, in the preparation for making this podcast and talking about it more and more, and understanding that it's a destination and a choice to opt into a relationship with all of its ruts and all of its monotony, but it's comforts and the meaning of it and the fact that it it comes last in the album, it it has developed into one of my favourites of the album as a as a as a resolution, something that's a real like destination. And every time those like opening bars come in, it is just really it's like welcome back. It's like really comforting place. Because there's that vivid, like, garden scene, I feel like I'm there. Yeah. Know? It's really comfortable.
0: Yeah, it is a moment of resolution. I think the thing that leapt out of me, like going into it deeper was this, I'd never really, I'd never really considered that this whole element in the song of looking at like, the truly awful things in the world and going through them with someone you love and actually it reminded me that um, the girl that actually got me into the National University around the time that Boxer came out, I think our first proper date was um, a lock-in at the Student Union and for the US presidential election of 2008, wow. so it year after Boxer came out. And we drank and we watched the states kind of mosaic all into red and blue throughout the night. And then we went back to my house and watched Obama become president for the first time. Wow. I Literally, I think he was giving his acceptance speech as we had sex for the first time. Wow. And, you know, it was quite a beautiful moment and certainly more positive than watching, you know, troops or locals die in Afghanistan. But, um, yeah. but it was still this weird juxtaposition of politics and romance. And I like that about gospel. And it's, yeah, for me, it's, uh, it's a repudiation of fake empire in a way. You know, you can be silly and you can be sexy and you can still on some level be engaged with the wider world. Um, you know, with a world outside your cocoon or just outside of yourself or just like outside of your foggy brain.
2: Right, right. And I, I think you're right to call out that, that fake empire and, um, and gospel have, they're, they're, they're very much like uh, brother and sister, I guess. Mm. Of the if, if slow show and apartment story are brother and sister of like the two options you have for going in and staying out, like weekend entertainment, I guess then gospel and fake empire are brother and sister for the two options you have for how to deal with the world. One is to you know, to your point about karaokeing when there's a horrible terror attack, or in the literal sense of the song, to um pick some apples, make some pies, uh you know, that that disnified version of happiness. Yeah. And the other is a very literal, like maybe not quite as glamorous, but very comforting way. And it's True national spirit that that vision of happiness is laced with GI blood because you couldn't uh, you couldn't tell it other any other way. But it's no less beautiful. It's like accepting. Yeah. That's why Gospel is a lovely song. It's because it's accepting of the the harsh realities and it's like uh, a, a navigation through that. Um, that's why it's not like it's ex- although, yeah. although it's an incredibly beautiful song. There's there's still like a, a bit of a march of um, so, it's like a solemn tone in like some of the guitar playing and the, the tone of it and also Matt's voice like it is it is quite uh, um, well it's just well Matt's never really like happy and celebratory and singing that's not the style but it is kind of like uh, contemplative whilst still having a very comfortable time with a nice icy drink it's still sort of mindful of all the other, yeah, other things yeah
0: peace just an element of peace to it I think like you say like the Fake Empire and Gospel are two bookends to the album and, mm. and yeah and it's you know a lot of a lot of it's about you know accepting the the bad stuff that comes with love and that and that includes stuff going on outside of your lives and going on around the world Mm. uh why do you why do you think it's called gospel matt says doesn't have an answer do you have one
2: what is a gospel a gospel is like the word the truth of a in a religious term it's like um the there are many different readings but the gospel truth is like the the one true vision right
0: yeah
2: and i guess like Given all the options of ways to have fun in a fake empire sense, this is the true one. This is this is the gospel truth of like how to how to really crack it. I guess that's that's it, isn't it? For me, it's like it's like this is for me personally. That's my own like simple vision of like happiness. Like I, I'm glad to say, I've kind of not just through listening to Boxer, but also through I okay, guess so like growing up, I've grown to understand that true happiness isn't gonna happen when I when I get that next job or I you know get to a level professionally or you know or even if like a million people listen to this podcast, like there isn't like a, a number or, or, a, or a position that's going to make me a happier version of me. I think having a garden and growing a family is going to really make me happy. And I think that's the gospel truth of like how to deal with it all. All of the stuff we've talked about in this album, all of the tumultuous things you deal with as an adult and, you know, not even an adult, even just the human condition and life and being alive. This is the gospel truth. It's like a loved one bringing a nice icy drink to you in a garden with some holiday uh, rainbow lights it's, yeah it's a beautiful vision of like how to how to crack it <laughs> yeah
0: yeah matt, matt said it's a, it's a big title for a song about drinking in the backyard but i think our point is that that is it's that's a big thing it's a it's a great thing and it actually it brought me back to this poem by derek brown and it's uh, the poet's talking having a conversation with god and uh, trying to figure out what, what, what being what holy is, what are things that are holy. And I just wanna uh, invite you to, Dave, to close your eyes and to any listeners, if you're, unless you're driving or operating <coughs> heavy machinery, to maybe just, if you're able to, just close your eyes and just kinda let this sink in.
6: I say to him, God, so many poets have tried to nail it and missed. Ginsburg, whoever, tell me what is really holy that moment, the planets begin to spin and awaken, and large movie screens appear on Mars, Saturn, Venus, each bearing the images I have witnessed throughout my life, and over each and every word flashes the word holy, armadillos holy, magic tricks holy. Tongues, holy. Snowballs upside the head. Clumsy first kisses. Sneaking into the movies. Your mother teaching you to slow dance. The fear returning. The fear overcome. All of it, holy. Eating top ramen on upside down frisbees. Cause it was either by plates or more beer. Holy. Beach cruisers at night. The $5 you made in Vegas and the 450 you lost. The last time you were nervous holding hands, holy. Feeling God at a pool hall, but not church. Sleeping during your uncle's memorized dinner prayer. Holy. Losing your watch in the waves and all that that signifies. The day you got to really speak to your father because the television broke. Holy. The day your grandmother told you something meaningful because she was dying. Holy. The medicine, the hope, the blood, the fear, the trust, The crush, the work, the loss, the love, the test, the birth, the end, the finale, the design, the design, the design in the stars is the same in our hearts. The design in the stars is the same in our hearts, in the rebuilt machinery of our hearts. So love. So love.
0: So love.
2: Coffee and Flowers is brought to you by Vero, a subscription-based social network which respects your privacy and doesn't sell your data to advertisers. Follow Coffee and Flowers and Vero to find and search all the songs, books, films, and other things that we reference in each of the episodes. Download Vero for free on iOS and Android. Go to get.vero.co slash coffeeandflowers. That's get.vero.co slash coffee, A-N-D, flowers.
0: Coffee and Flowers is hosted by Christopher Houghton and David Rapson and produced by Christopher Bolson. Julian Wharton composed the theme and engineers the show at the Bison Room in London. Special thanks this episode to Derek C. Brown. The reading was from his poem A Finger, Two Dots, Then Me, which was published by Right Bloody. Find his books and CDs at any bookstore or brownpoetry.com.